When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He's going to take it. Legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Now, pleased to bring in another edition of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Bob Ryan. And uh, the NBA looks like uh, it's going to be back soon, Bob. And uh, July 31st, we still got a little ways to go here. And I don't want to say I'm skeptical, but uh, again, I just think we have a lot of time here between now and the first game. Are we going to get there? Do you think we're going to get there unscathed with 99% of the players and um, nothing's going to happen between now and then in which – uh, we, we don't have the restart. Well, it's it's not a mortal lock. I mean, it's it's an assumption. It's a it's a it's a fervent hope. They want to get something going. We understand that uh, the proposal that eliminates uh, uh, seven teams, uh, but doesn't cl- require a bunch of other teams to come and, and, and attempt to qualify for the playoffs. Uh, even however hopeless it might be, in, in some realist in some cases, uh, is, is is this is going to Already there are people, there are rumblings that there are people on those teams who aren't happy about the prospect of, of going through everything they're going to have to go through uh, in order to play a few games and then, you know, and not get anything uh, really out of it. Uh, I said all along, Jeff, that they had an opportunity that was presented them on a, on a platter, which is they had a clear delineation in each conference in the NBA uh, when plays ceased on March 12th. A big gap between eight and nine, three and six games, I believe, in each. Uh, but big, significant gap where no one could complain. It was no bitching, no moaning, no, no, yeah. But they had the eight, sixteen playoff playoff teams. NHL doesn't. They got a problem because they, they, they're, and they could have just gone from there, and they should have just gone from there, in my opinion. But in general, I think as the thing, of, uh, as reality sets in, you're going to find more complaining, uh, more balking. Uh, among the people who are going to be brought back with very minimal hope of, of playing in the playoffs. Well, yeah, because if, if you're a veteran, let's say with a family uh, on the Washington Wizards or the Phoenix Suns, do you really want to go there? I mean, maybe you do if you're a young guy and, and you're thinking no. to yourself, hey, you know what? I'm not worried. I don't have a family. I'll go down for a few weeks and, and get back in shape and 
hang with some some other players, whatever. But if you're if you're a veteran with a family, uh, do you really want to go and 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 lock yourself into like you know whatever it's going to be a month um, for for what is such a slim chance to actually get to the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, again, part of it is the money, right? Obviously, you, you know, you get your money. If you don't, if you don't show up, you're not getting it. Um, but ultimately, I, I would, you know, to me, I'm, I'm with you. I would have just seeded them one to sixteen, been done with it. Uh, yeah, it's not completely fair. We get it, but uh, in, in this, this day and age, be- right now, uh, what is fair? Right, and we were living in utterly abnormal times, and so uh, all aspects of life are up upended. Uh, and, and fairness is not even a, uh, an attainable goal. Uh, let's get right to the chase, though, here, Mr. Goodman. Uh, uh, we, uh, we're seasoned observers, both of us. Uh, we are American uh, uh, citizens. We've raised in this country. Uh, uh, let's get to the point. Uh, is, are we being cynical to say that, you know, damn well what they want is they want to give Zion Williamson an opportunity to get in the playoffs? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. I mean, listen. That is a significant part of the of the NBA's wish fact, hope, you know, factor, uh, uh, you know, wish list. I want to see it. I mean, listen. Don't you? I mean, selfishly, don't you want to see a Lakers New Orleans series? Oh, yeah. I would prefer that. I, I mean, I mean, I would enjoy that. I would look toward that. I would, I would uh, arrange my evenings, uh, uh, you know, uh, around that. I think uh, quite definitely. Um, but I'm just saying uh, uh, that I honestly believe that they would not be able to pass the the uh, lie detector or sodium pentothal test if we if we said, uh, um, okay, Commissioner Silver, uh, uh, yes or no, uh, as part of your uh, you. Your goal in getting and arranging these teams to come back is getting hope, have, giving an opportunity for Zion Williamson to play in the playoffs. I'd like to hear the answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're probably right. Um, I, you know, I just I have a hard time looking at the Washington Wizards, the 24 and 40 Washington <laughs> Wizards, and thinking that they deserve to be uh, in the mix. And they're probably not going to get there, but in the mix to to, to be in the playoffs. I mean. I've always been one that, like, I'm now in agreement that, you know what, forget the conferences, just have the best 16 going forward because there's such a clear um, difference between the East and the West uh, that I, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm all for it right now. I mean, I just don't know how you, you know, Orlando's five games under. Um, you know, the, the question's going to be now, you know, you, you see a report out there that, some players are, are weary of, of not only uh, from teams that are thinking they may not be there for long and don't have much of a chance of making the playoffs, but you've, you've got also players on some locked-in playoff teams that are a little bit worried right now um, of going down there and what the protocol is and um, whether they're going to be safe. Yeah. Well, that is still the huge, the huge question, and, and – and, and whether it doesn't matter which of the sports we're talking about, where you're going to be bringing together uh, uh, groups of people, which would include auxiliary staff members, uh, coaches, auxiliary staff members, various people that are necessary uh, to, to have the uh, operation succeed, that, that there aren't going to be uh, panic over positive tests and, and ramifications. Uh, I'll just go back up to you for one second there on, on the uh, 1 to 16 idea. Uh, this is the season to do it. 
I, I've only been opposed to it for one reason over the years, and that's the absurd travel possibilities that would prevent themselves in the Absolutely. first round of the playoffs. That's the only argument against it, quite frankly, Jeff, in my opinion. And uh, uh, about doing one to 16, here you can do it. <laughs> There's no travel. That's right. So they can, this, this would be the year, and, and they can make it clear, you know, that it's not necessarily a permanent uh, situation, but that common sense dictates it. Oh, God, common sense. Just think if it prevailed in, in such things as the baseball <laughs> situation. Oh, well, um, anyway. So I, I, would, I would have advocated 1-16 to 16 this year, and that would have been, that would have been fine. So who, who are you – like, has anything changed now? If, if they restart, yeah. are the, the same three teams like I have one big question. favorites? I think – and I'm not alone in this one. I think the X Factor, the fascinating X Factor team, are the Philadelphia 76ers. And that is because Ben Simmons would not have been able to play, and he will now, should now be able to play. And they uh, – the, now, the fascinating thing with them is they were 29-2 at home, and that no longer will be a factor. <laughs> they That's will true. have lost the great advantage. There is no home court fa- advantage any longer uh, this year. But I, 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 there are other questions, of course. I, uh, I'm sure you can go right down a list of, uh, of, of uh, good but not great teams or or however, you know, the Clippers, for example, uh, hey, you know, now it arrested Leonard, who knows? Uh, it's, it's always, a, you, you, Houston's always fascinating. I don't, you know, uh, Denver, because I'm, I'm a member of the Jokic fan club. Uh, I want to see them again. But Philadelphia, Jeff, do you agree, is, is fascinating with uh, you know, how, how good are they really? And they could, you know, the idea of, a, of yet another historical confrontation between the 76ers and Celtics, uh, you know, would whet a few appetites, I think. With currently no NBA, NHL, or Major League Baseball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, from their online casino to poker and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online. BetOnline, your full access wagering solution. I think the Celtics are going to be interesting for a couple of reasons. I think, one, you've got Kemba. Is he healthy now? Because obviously he he wasn't with the knee. Um you know, in, in March when the season uh, got shut down. Uh, and, and Jason Tatum, as importantly, um, you know, to me, will Jason Tatum pick back up where he left off, Bob? His confidence was so high. I, I just don't know if, if that's going to be the case or not. No, it's true. And you're, you're, I know you're a, a Tatumologist and, and, and um, definitely uh, interested in, in a very and very hip to his whole progress, his whole story, and and like this kid enormously personally as well. And and uh, and and you know, there's been a steady upgrade in confidence. You know, we all saw uh, how he was uh, hit that stride with that 41 point game in LA, and 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 build on that. And he was really flexing his his mental muscles, if you will, at the, when when the season was ending. And and can he regain that edge? I'd like to think that that his muscle memory there, his, mu- his mental muscle memory will be good enough to get him back where he was. I, I, I got faith in him. Yeah, it's just that swagger. Like, you know, it, it's hard. He had just kind of gotten it. And, and yeah. sort of feel like you could tell when he went in the court, he thought he was the best player. Um, and I wonder, I just wonder, with this long a layoff, do you come back and yeah. keep that? immediately do you you know you hadn't done it for that long it wasn't like all these other guys that every year they come back and they're thinking all right like I've already done it I've done it over and over and over he had done it for legitimately a month at that level and I don't know I don't you know how much I love him but I just don't know know if he's going to be able to pick right back up 
where he left off, which is hard to ask for anybody. Yeah. Um, but well, I, yeah, if he goes, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting. If he goes four for 18 the first game, you know, is it going to, you know, is he going to shrug it off or is he going to, you know, worry, you know, that kind of, is that, if that's kind of what you're thinking, you know, you don't know, you don't know. By the way, I'm just throwing this out there, complete aside. And I want to recommend it to anybody uh, who didn't see it. Maybe you haven't even seen it yet. Uh, there is still a thing called Sports Illustrated. It's no longer what it once was, but uh, I, I, it still comes in my doorstep. And uh, there is a fascinating article in the new issue on Jokic and his development and the whole developmental process of the of, of the Serbian uh, 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 basketball, uh, uh, the whole, with the former, I'll put it this way, the former Yugoslavia and all its uh, uh, countries, uh, the way they approach it, how he was developed. Uh, very interesting reading for anyone who's a basketball fan and, and wondering, you know, how did he get, how did he get to be Jokic? And then you, you learn here, um, their, their concept of basketball, the, the, the positionless concept, the, the all around thing is uh, really fascinating. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and so that's that. I'll recommend I'll, I'll, it. I'll, yeah, I'll take a look. What is it, every two weeks now? It's for like Sports a, Illustrated? I think it's almost, yeah, two weeks at the best, maybe a month. But the, 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 the cover story is about minor league baseball, which saddens me. That's another story. Uh, the, the, the demise, it'll, it's gone. It'll never be what it was, ever, 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 ever. And, and, and it's, that troubles me greatly. But anyway, the wonderful story on Jokic. And so uh, uh, I, I recommend it highly for basketball fans. So – when, before the season, I remember on our first podcast, um, you went Lakers, I went Clippers, correct? Yeah. On, on the value, we were looking at the rosters right. and saying, you know, which roster just do yeah. you like a little bit better? And that's a tough call. And I tough. went Lakers. Uh, and it's, it's still, you know, I mean, I'd be very happy to make that for real devil's advocate argument for either one, uh, you know, to this day. And, and, oh, aren't we all? hoping, you know, that that's going to come to pass, you know, when this thing, but it won't be the same as it would have been if we were in the Staples Center. That's the, but that would have been the fun part, naturally. Uh, I wonder too, Bob, I wonder how, you know, we haven't heard all the specifics of this, but I, I've been, I think it's going to be in the same place where I've been uh, numerous times, the worldwide sports down there in Orlando, and they've got, you know, forget how many courts it is now over there, six, eight, something like that. There's a couple uh -huh. in the back gym. Um so I just wonder how this is going to be for these players. And um, a lot of these players probably played there when they were playing AU. What, you know, it'll be interesting. Now you, you would have the wherewithal and, and, and you might find it a fascinating endeavor uh, to uh, absolutely annotate when, when it finally gets going uh, the AAU background of all of the entire composition of the NBA guys are going to be there. And what percentage of them did in fact play there? And, and, and it would be fascinating. And, and I, 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 but they were used to that format, if you will, from, and it's not, and, and in many cases, not all that long ago, you know, and they're, they're, they're kids, they're young yeah. 20 guys. I mean, it's amazing how the thing is accelerated and guys are 24 year old, five year veterans now, you know, and, and quite legitimately. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's kind of on the whole, no one knows for sure how the people are going to react to the, the whole circumstance in any of these sports with regard to the not the, the no fan factor. I mean, I, I was watching, you know, and you get reminded of this constantly with the games that we watch, these retro games. I watched the Celtics and the, uh, and the Hawks, the famous 36 to six third quarter last night from 1986. And, and, you know, and of course I was there and, 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 you know, the crowd reactions and that crowd, you know, 
put, put the little hairs up on the back of your neck. And, and that, that happens all over the place. That, that's, all that is eliminated and, and how it's going to affect the way they actually play in any of these sports is going to be, you know, a really interesting sociological study. Yeah, I don't know. You know, media-wise, we, we don't oh, know. I mean, people... A lot of media, you know, how you, you know, you there's no, I don't, I don't know, I have no idea what the, I haven't seen any concentrated or any concerted or, or, or definitive answer from, uh, or, or, or um, policy statement for how uh, newspapers and, and specifically, but others are going to handle, uh, you know, coverage of stuff. It's, it's certainly, it's going to be a different world. Uh, for the, in, in that regard, for, yeah. Somebody and, said, until we get the vaccine, you know, it's going to be a very, 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 very different world. I can't remember who said it, but I read something where uh, one of the broadcasters, national broadcasters, said they don't think they'll be down there. They'll do it, um, you know, probably from Atlanta, from from Turner's Studios. Mm-hmm. Yep, and what yep. people don't, what people don't realize is, college basketball, ESPN had started this. Shortly after I got there five, five years ago, six years ago, um, they started saving money and doing a ton of games from the broadcasters would be in a cramped little studio calling the game um, from the studio in either Bristol or Charlotte uh, or other places to save money on some of the games that, frankly, um, weren't worth it to, to send mm-hmm. an entire crew down there they would just have kind of a bare bones uh, deal with maybe, uh, uh, you know, a producer or, or uh, you know, director and, and obviously cameras uh, yeah, down sure. there, but little else. So, you know, it's been done before and, and you just wonder again, how the players are going to react to an empty, yeah. uh, you know, I guess there's 20, uh, I'm told they can bring every NBA team can bring like 20, uh, people down mm-hmm. beyond the players. So, you know, I don't want equipment guy, a PR guy, uh, one, maybe general manager or somebody in management, um, you know, then you, you can, you're not going to bring your entire coaching staff. So a lot of the people that sit in the second row um, coaches probably don't end up going. No, oh, no, there's no doubt about that. It's uh, that, that won't happen. Of course, I, the NBA, <laughs> the NBA I started with the 19. 19- 69 included no assistant coaches so uh what do you mean no assistant <laughs> coaches none would, no uh what? if there was one but they, they started trickling in in the early 70s that people actually had an assistant coach and that and 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 very often the assistant coach's duty was um uh, uh heavily weighted towards scouting as well and they were the, they were they were multi uh, you know the scouts as well as assistants oh no larry Costello hired tom nasaki that was one of the first ones. John Killalay was one of the first ones with uh, Tommy Heinsohn in Boston. Uh, there weren't many. Uh, at wow. all. And now, of course, you know, people have got six, seven, eight, nine people on the payroll. They've oh, got, it's crazy. You got every, you got, oh yeah, I know. So you, you got more uh, staff than you got players. So, uh, so, so are you still going Lakers? Lakers? Are, are, getting back to my original yeah. Yes, question. yes, Lakers. You're still going Lakers. I, th- I think I, I, I am too. I would, yeah, I would. I mean, yeah, I respect him uh, and Davis. I'm a big Davis guy. I, I, I firmly believe he's an all-time great in the making. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, the Clippers. Uh, you know, because I'm sentimentally, I'm, I'm pulling for Doc. But uh, but yeah, I got so go Lakers. I, I mean, if I had a, you, if you put that proverbial gun to my head, or you said you got him, you know, when if they were to play, if they were seven game series starting tonight, uh, I, I'd have to take the Lakers. 
especially with the fact that LeBron's had all this time to, to rest and his body. That's going to be really interesting. It's absolutely. Uh, this is for him. No, uh, same with Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi, you know, it, it's funny. So I was told, and we talked to Doc a little bit about this uh, on the podcast, but mm-hmm. but those close to the Clippers uh, have told me throughout the year, Kawhi came out of the gate slow and really paced himself early and, and, what he's learned over the last couple of years is it's just not that important early that you better be getting better and better and better and be fresher and fresher and fresher late when it matters. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, you saw it this year, he was getting better and better. And um, you just, again, you wonder kind of what this does to a guy like him who again had a plan in place all year. And that was completely thrown off by this, this, you know, What's going to be how many months layoff now? March, April, May, June, June. I mean, you're talking five months or so. Yeah, by the time of July, yeah, over four. Yeah, now well, these are all imponderables. It's self-evident that there are all these imponderable questions. And and I think we touched upon uh, the idea uh, previously as, as to uh, will this perhaps – could it possibly favor young players or, or favor older players or all this stuff with no one – I mean – Oh, no, you throw in then you throw in the no fan factor and how they're going to react to that. And um, it's, 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 it's going to be a very interesting study, you know, one way or the other, there's no question about it. Uh, and, uh, and, and uh, I, well, the other part, Bob, is how it affects next year. I mean, they're talking, the, the yeah. last games are going to be in like mid October, early to mid October, the, the yeah. finals. And then yeah. the season is going to start Christmas tentatively Monday. December 1st. Oh uh, yeah. No. Well, it's not a lot of time. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Imagine all that and all the draft and everything. Oh, it's crazy. We're going to be, you know, we're not going to have anything resembling if we – whatever will pass for the new normal once, once it settles into its, its pattern uh, is certainly not going to happen before 2022 uh, and, and, uh, for, and, and any of our worlds of sports, any of our world at all, but any of our world of sport. So, uh, yeah, next year is going to be – and people just, you know, you just would like to think that people – you know, in anticipation of all the complaining about stuff that's going to happen, you know, take that proverbial deep breath and say, you know, we this is completely uh, 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 unprecedented, completely out of, all of, our, of all of our thinking. And, and people, as you know by to, now, except I'm finally doing that there's going to be my weight inequity, it's going to be injustice, awakening, going to be frustration, weight loss. Uh, but that's I've that's already a, dropped built about in eighteen in pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds. And we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks or gimmicks. Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one coaching. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 186 locations. But during this lockdown, they're starting client virtual. The same program from the comforts of your home. Simply log in to awaken180weightloss.com. Fill out the form online and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox. 
All right. So while NBA is, is, uh, has been quiet, um, college hoops, there's still news. <laughs> and, and the big news this last week was Oklahoma State gets hit with a one-year postseason ban. And it, it surprised a lot of people, myself included, partially because of the timing, Bob. I, I just didn't think they were going to get hit when they got hit. And I really didn't think it would be a one-year postseason ban. I thought it would be maybe a suspension for, for the head coach, even though Mike Boynton had been the head coach for only a matter of months um, when, when the assistant coach, Lamont Evans, was one of the four assistants that was wrapped up in the whole federal investigation. He took about 20 grand in, in bribes to steer um, players to financial guys. Now, again, there was no – Oklahoma State didn't really benefit because all the players were already done at that point. They were done. He was trying to uh, line his own pockets, really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at least those are the allegations. Well, that he was quite... trying to line his own pockets, uh, steering these players, you know, with the influence he had to certain financial guys. Um, but I was surprised. I mean, I, I think it, it certainly sets a, a precedent here that um, most of the schools are going to have to get at least one-year postseason bans, whether it's USC, Arizona, Auburn. Those three specifically, Bob, because they all had assistants that were in similar spots and, and took money, um, whether or not, again, Book, Book Richardson claims he kept the money. Tony Bland at USC claims he never took the money, period. Whatever the case, Chuck Person. Chuck, um, right now, Chuck Person's the big fish, right, that, that people well, the most – Yeah, he right? took the most money, and, and they're all saying they did it rogue, right, that, that the head coaches had no idea they were doing it. Well, that was the case with Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State played along with the incident, like cooperated, and they still got a one-year postseason ban. So um, – We'll see who's next. You know, NC, here's the difference. The difference is Oklahoma State got hit through the Committee of Infractions, which is the old process, which basically uh-huh. means the NCAA has all these people on a panel um, that they, they name, and they're all affiliated with the NCAA in some way, whether it's presidents or, or you know, uh, academia, whatever mm-hmm. it is. They're the judge and jury. Now, there's a mm-hmm. new independent process that's going to be implemented very, very soon here with NC State and probably a lot of the other schools. My question was, why the hell wouldn't you have Oklahoma State go through that? You, you should have had all the schools that were dealing with certainly the federal investigation and having um, one of the assistant coach. They, they, they all were in the same bucket. Like have them, have them be, be, you know, go through the same new process in which it's independent people not people that are affiliated with the NCAA. Yeah, um, of course. Very logical question. Very fair question. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and by the way, for people who may not know, uh, you say, well, okay, it's Oklahoma State, uh, you know, uh, big deal. Well, you know, it says, well, this was going to be a very important year for Oklahoma State, uh, folks, very. because they had landed a huge fish. In the old traditional way, That's you right. can explain it now, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mike Boynton hired Cannon Cunningham, uh, who is Cade Cunningham's older brother, um, about a year before Cade committed to Oklahoma State, which, honestly, all the power to you. It's legal, um, you know, and, and, and Cade is the number one player in the country. And uh, Mike Boynton, they haven't gone to the tournament in his first three years as a head coach. 
I had him on my podcast the other day. Uh, he was upfront. He was honest. He was pissed off. He felt like it was unfair to do to the kids. Uh, I asked him straight out. I said, hey, listen, if I could tell you, you take a one-year suspension right now in place of this one-year postseason ban. He said, yeah, I take it in a heartbeat. I, I think it's unfair to these kids who had nothing to do with it. And I get that. I, I get that. But how do you punish? The only other way to me, Bob, is you make the financial hit so severe to the school. that That's the only other way you do it. Um, because, you, you know, he's right. Like a postseason ban, it's not fair to all these kids that a lot of them, um, they're going to scramble right now in the midst of a pandemic to try to figure out where to go. Uh, when they were thinking they were going to be in Stillwater this year, I, I just think that's that's unfair to do to a lot of these kids who had nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. Uh, well, once again, it's uh, always an interesting offseason in that regard in, in college basketball. Uh, my question, uh, uh, allied to this, is how worried should Bill Self be? What do you think in the end? Will, Bill, will they actually ever, you know, whack Bill Self? I think the they will. Yeah, it's a different situation, obviously. They're trying know, to deem, saying, yeah, they're I, trying to deem uh, TJ Gasnol, who's from our neck of the woods, work for Adidas. They're trying to deem him a booster. And, and my take to that is like, all right, you can do that all you want, but then what about all the people who work for Nike? Aren't they boosters? Now, now what they have here is TJ Gasnol actually giving money to the mother uh, of Billy Preston, who never played for Kansas, but um, – was was on campus and set to play for Kansas before they they didn't allow him to play. Uh, I saw him open for Ray Charles. Oh, that's a different Billy Preston. I, I, I think. Listen, they're all nervous. You know, NC State, Kansas, TCU, Louisville, Alabama, Creighton, and the, the ones I mentioned: Arizona, USC, yeah. Auburn, um, South Carolina as well. Uh, I think they're all nervous right now. Uh, Kansas is obviously the big one here and very different. They have – think about this. Oklahoma State only have one level one violation. They got hit with a postseason ban. Kansas, I believe, has five level one violations. <laughs> so they could get hit with multiple multiple years of a postseason ban. And if that's the case, do you stand behind Bill Self or do you make a move? And if you make a move, uh, who can you get? You know, who do you get at, at, at a storied program like Kansas – at this point. And, this and the point. other part is it's all about timing. So Oklahoma state didn't appeal it. That's why they got the penalty so quickly here. Well, mm-hmm. quickly is a relative word uh, yeah. quicker ahead of, of everybody else. All these other schools are, are either appealing or haven't even gotten their, their, their report yet from uh, the committee of infractions. So um, Kansas could get hit with all the appeals and everything. Their punishment may not come out till after the season starts. We, we don't know the timeline of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the other thing we got to watch here is Kate Cunningham. What does he do? The number one player in the country. So he could stay at Oklahoma State, play this year. Uh, I'm told most of the other players, the key players, are going to stay in Stillwater. So he could still play. His brother's still the coach there. They can go through it, just not playing the NCAA tournament. He could go to another school. And there are several schools, I've researched it, Texas Tech, Chris Beard, Frank Martin, South Carolina, Eric Musselman, Arkansas, Texas Shaka Smart. They all have spots on their staffs, Bob. If they wanted to mm-hmm. offer the brother, the two brothers, mm-hmm. one brother a job, Kanan, and, and Kate a spot, 
they could do that. And then the other two options are making money. Number one would be the G League developmental pathway, which Jalen Green, uh, I think the number two player in the country, decided to take half a million uh, or so to go there. Or Kate could go overseas and probably make even more money. But I, I, if I'm a betting man at this point, I'm saying he goes uh, G League developmental program uh, pathway. And as long as okay. they offer him at least, they offered him, I was told at least prior, at least 500 grand, maybe more than Jalen Green got mm-hmm. months ago, and he turned that down right away. Wasn't tell even. Me about, tell me about him as a player. Oh, he's six seven. 215. He's a big, strong point guard who makes people better. He can finish. He's got every intangible, every leadership quality. One of my favorite players I've seen in 20 years of of covering uh, AAU basketball and high school basketball. He's not a great shooter, and and he'll he'll admit that. It was funny. I I talked to him. I did kind of a video uh, deal with him 48 hours before all this came out with Oklahoma State getting hit with a postseason ban, and one of the things we talked about was obviously uh, being black and everything that's going on in our country right now. And, and I, you know, with most high school kids, Bob, you, you, you go through it. And I said to his brother and him, I said, listen, we'll try this. And if, if, if you can't pull it off, we're not going to run it and put you in a bad spot. You're still a high school player. Like, <clears throat> you, you can watch back your answers and then determine whether you're comfortable with it. And I'll put out your, your answers on everything that's got on in, in the country and, um, and the, the, you know, all the, uh, uh, all the protests and everything like that and just how he felt. And, and he also commented it was right after Drew Brees made his original comments mm. um, about uh, the, the, the flag and kneeling. And uh, so he did it. And, uh, and I said to him, I'm like, just so you know, like, like it, was, it was really, really well thought out, well done. He's, he's extremely smart for a kid that just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, they looked at it, took a little while, because I, I assume they wanted to let their parents take a look at it too before they okayed me putting it out there. Yep. So they okayed me putting it out there at like 11.50 in the morning Friday. And I hit the button on it at like 11.59, forgetting um, Oklahoma State NCAA was going to put out the penalties. And I really <laughs> didn't think they were going to be a one-year postseason ban. Yeah, yeah. I hit the button on it. And literally, 10 seconds later, it breaks <laughs> that they get a one-year postseason ban. So I delete it. I delete it immediately and put it up hours later. Yeah, boy. Talk about uh, bad timing. Another guy I want to talk about because uh, it fascinates me, and that's the Zion Williamson situation yeah. uh, as it, uh, it pertains to him uh, being required to testify, uh, which is currently in, on hold, as I have it correctly, right? That uh, So uh, – but this this issue, uh, how potentially explosive is this in your judgment? Well, I, I don't know if it'll ever get to court where, you know, basically what it is 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 uh, former agent uh, Gina Ford claiming that um, claiming that, that he still owes he owes her money for breaking a contract. He's saying there was no contract or his family saying there was no official contract because she didn't register in the state of North Carolina. So it's kind of a back and forth right now, but she wants to get them on the stand. He and his parents, um, and she's claiming that he received cars and housing from Duke and, and therefore should have been permanently ineligible. 
to be a student athlete while attending Duke. Um, I mean, listen, I had heard all of the stuff about him living in a, a beautiful house in Durham. I heard it was worth $750,000. Um, pro- the property, they, they put it out there in the court documents. The, the property they, they rented was valued at about $950,000. The rent was $5,000 a month. So mm-hmm. the big question to me is obviously, how, the, how do they pay for that? How do exactly. you kind of know? Listen, nobody believes that Duke bankrolled it. Nobody. But Coach K had to know where they were living. He had to know they were living in a beautiful – and, oh, by the way, the other part is the house is registered to a Duke alum. See, this is the Reggie Bush story we visited, if people don't know. Reggie Bush, I used to – I said at the time, uh, Pete Carroll, uh, don't tell me he didn't know where Reggie Bush was living. You know, you know it wasn't in some dorm or ramshackle apartment, the family, right? Right. Uh, he says the same thing here. Also, um, I, I'm amused. But, you know, I think the idea that, look, it's, that Duke's involved is, is what makes this a, a different story because of the pristine image of, of Coach K. And – the fact is that if true, uh, that some shenanigans were going on, this is this is history repeating itself. Because I well remember the time, one of the year, what year it was, I don't know. They all run in that, but but uh, there was a, a, a final four in New Orleans, and we got to New Orleans. And the explosive story in the New Orleans time, Picayune, was Chris Duhan, who was a native of the area, yeah. uh, and how the story about how his mother had been relocated from. Uh, New Orleans to uh, Durham had a nice job uh, all of a sudden and they were living fine and gee isn't this strange isn't this wonderful how this happened and it was the first time that I remember well the first time Duke really got any tinge of this stuff was I think when um, uh, Myron Piggy when when when, with uh, you know what I'm talking about and uh, that's but then you know that was big but it it washed over it just like the Duhan thing it, it gained no traction, Jeff. Yeah, Nobody there was wanted a Lance to, Thomas one a few years ago with jewelry. Nobody wanted to deal with this, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, um, oh, Corey Maggette, that's name, that's Corey the original Maggette. one. Yeah, first time that I know of. Now there may have been plenty before that they kept hush hush. That I, where, where Coach K got his hand, I got associated with shenanigans. I'll put it that way. Uh, was Corey Maggette and and my and Myron the infamous, well named, wonderfully named Myron Piggy, right? And uh. But the Duhan thing, it gained no traction. And it just All right, so you it. want me to be honest here? You want me to be totally honest? On one hand, you look at this situation and you say, um, well, we need proof first, right? We need actual proof that, that you know, that Duke was involved. First, you need the proof that, that's come out here that he was living in this, in, in this house, uh, you know, that was $5,000 a month, and how did they pay for it? You know, my guess Bob, it's not hard to surmise how this happened was some agent or financial guy uh, was, was taking care of him. Um, Now, again, was coach K just kind of looking the other way? Yeah, probably. I mean, again, like probably they didn't have a ton um, when they were coming up in South Carolina, you you look at the house they were living in there compared to the house they were living in, in in Duke. And obviously he he wasn't a pro yet. He wasn't able to, to make money. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's accurate to say there's a lot of people in the media that are scared to go after Coach K and Duke. That's completely accurate. Uh, I'm not one of them. 
I don't, I don't care. Uh, I will absolutely look into this when the time is right. I, I wanted to look into it when Zion was there. And mm-hmm. honestly, I wanted to follow his mother and father from games <laughs> and find out where they were living and find <laughs> out and find out who it was. I just, I didn't do it. I should have done it. And honestly, if I was, if I was single and didn't have a wife and daughter, I would have went down there for two, three weeks and just said, this is what I'm going to go after right now. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I should have, I didn't. Yeah. And now we. I, I, it, the thing is, it just speaks to the larger issue of, of, of the, the, the whole college sports issue in America and, and, and and I, I don't even know if the word is hypocrisy. It's the sham of it to the degree, you know, and, and we're all, and I, the word I use to, to indict myself uh, is enabler, you know, yeah. and I'm an enabler. And I, because I love the press, I love the product. And I, I've been kiddingly say, I used to say every final four, uh, you know, we're here. It's too late to complain about how they got here. Uh, you know, the time was August and September, not now they're here. And, they're, and, and uh, uh, how did you know, and there were so many ex post facto uh, things that uh, have people vacated. You People don't realize how many teams have been vacated more than uh, from their final four appearance. Yep. Not just the funny more than people realize. It doesn't and, matter. Uh, ultimately, no. who cares? Right. It's like, right. You, you see, you tell the UMass alum who went to that final four right. that they didn't see that game, that they Louisville. didn't see their team. Yeah, Louisville four. that won it all, right? Won it all. Tell, tell Russ no, Smith. So, but, you know, once again, we're the only – uh, my mantra, we're the only country that does this. No other country does this. No other country has its institutions of higher learning provide entertainment for the masses as we do with our college sports, and, and we like it. We, America, like it. We want it. We've been doing it in and, and some form or fashion since Harvard and Yale wrote in 18, you know, whatever, 53, and we've, and, or when the Princeton and Rutgers played something resembling football uh, in 1869. We've been doing it. We like it. Areas of this country can't imagine not having it. And, uh, and that's, of course, leading us to, you know, what's going to happen with college football uh, to start off uh, the fall season. All that. Anyway, so. Um, Bob, wouldn't you like I'll to ask Kay, Kay this question, Bob? Wouldn't you like to ask Kay this question? Um, hey, Coach, um, did you know how Zion Williamson and his family paid for a $950,000, you know, $5,000 a month uh, for that house? Did you ever see that house and, and – did you ever ask them how, I mean, the crazy part of it is remember Zion arrives at Duke in the middle while all the FBI investigations going on. So you would think there would be squeaky clean at that point to make sure there's nothing that could ever come back um, to look, you know, uh, yeah. you know, everything should be above board, right? Everything should look above. How do you even allow? But again, I, I, I think, you know, I mentioned Reggie Bush, who, by the way, is back in the news because he made a, his first return to USC yesterday, right? And, 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 Ten years? Yeah. And that uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And, and you would think that that would have been a cautionary tale if, of that type of, in, of, of indiscretion. I wouldn't call it an infraction. This that has been going of, on forever, of, Bob. Forever yeah, yeah. now, lately with housing, you know, yeah, a well, lot of you would think parents. That the, that the consequences for USC, you know, uh, of it, you know, would have been sufficient that people would be careful not to do it. But, yeah, obviously, when, when you're faced with the immediate prospect of, uh, and, and you're talking about a player at a magnitude, with the, the, you know, the scope of magnitude of, of Zion Williamson, uh, and all bets are off, I guess. That's simply as simple as that. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't just get a regular house that you're renting for for eight months in Durham, knowing that you're gonna you know 
you're going to live wherever you want after after a year when when Zion gets drafted somewhere in the top five. You're, you're going to be just fine. But why draw attention to yourself? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That part I just don't understand. Uh, well, listen, uh, <laughs> I guess we, uh, we, we'll get one week closer to the start of, uh, of, yeah. of basketball. Uh, I just yeah. saw the TBT is on, by the way. So you'll get basketball even earlier in early July, I believe, out of Columbus, Ohio, uh, uh-huh. the $2 million TBT. So I know you'll be excited for that. Oh, yeah. Heart pounding. But damn it, be something. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, everybody be safe. And, uh, Bob, uh, try to enjoy maybe one day. You, you, are you going to do an outdoor restaurant or no? Uh, I have a weekend planned. Yes. I am definitely making my outdoor restaurant uh, seasonal debut. I'm, I'm very excited about that prospect. Yes. Yeah, we may do it tomorrow night. It's not nice okay. enough today, but I think we no, may. It's gonna be, we're going to have thunderstorms here, I think. I don't, I, the, that's the other thing about it with these people. You can imagine how much they're agonizing over the weather report daily. Can you imagine? As if life wasn't tough enough for all these people. <laughs> you, know, right. that, you, know, you know, let's face yeah. it. You know, that, that it's a, the weather report is paramount. How well, Jeff? <laughs> Be well, and uh, we'll talk next week. Okay, terrific. Thanks a lot, Bob.